Hello, and welcome to the Captivatingly Confident Podcast. My name is Kim Ludeman. I am the host, and I'm so excited that you're here. If you are a longtime listener of the show, hi, it's so good to see you. I know it's been a hot minute since the last episode. Um, Hashtag raising tiny humans is exhausting. (laughs) And we are in the thick of it over here. So it has been a little bit, but I'm really excited about this new series uh, that launches today. I'm I'm jazzed and I hope you will be too. So if you've been a longtime supporter and listener, thank you so much. That means the world to me. Um, if you're new, welcome. Hi, I'm so glad you're here. Uh, let me give you a quick intro. Um, my name is Kim. Hi, waving. And I just live outside of Portland, Oregon. And I live with my hubby and two kiddos, eight and 20 months. Yeah, (laughs) big gap. Uh, Real fun starting over. Except it's not very fun. But it's okay. We'll survive. So I am a certified brain spotting practitioner. I have clients all over the world that I get to work with, uh, holding space for their healing and growth, which... (laughs) My mind is blown every single session, and I just love the people that I get to to work with and to hold space for. It truly is such a privilege, and I feel incredibly blessed to be able to do that. Um, so, so amazing. And I know there's some of you listening, so hi, you know who you are. Um, let's see, I'm also the founder of Summit Seekers, and we're going to talk about that in just a second. And my other passion project is Reveal Retreats. This is where we take a small group of women and sequester away somewhere beautiful and talk about what it really looks like to reveal the blocks that are getting in the way of you loving your life. And it is an incredible event. We actually just wrapped up the second one in Sedona, Arizona three weeks ago, and I'm still tingly and buzzing from it. It was such an amazing trip. And I'm really excited to start leaking some details about the retreat for 2023. But I'll tell you more about that later. So that's a little bit about who I am. Um, Summit Seekers is also our sponsor, (laughs) even though I'm the founder. (laughs) See how that works? It's great. So Summit Seekers is an online and in-person hiking community that seeks to empower women to connect deeply with themselves and others, both on and off the trail. But let's be real, we'd rather be on it. Uh, It is a beautiful space for women to come together and to experience connection with each other and with nature, which I believe firmly, and science backs me up on this as does experience, that nature provides this incredible space for healing and growth and connection that we just don't get when we are indoors or on a screen. I really believe that there's something magical about being surrounded by nature, particularly just having trees around you and and feeling their energy and feeling grounded and rooted. There's just something about it. So this community has five different chapters as of this recording. We have chapters, three of them in Oregon, which are in Portland, Corvallis, and Bend. We also have Boise, Idaho, and Trinidad, Colorado. We're going to have 
some chapters coming up in Missouri, South Dakota, and Georgia as well, which is mind blown. Really, really exciting. Um, so if you're in those areas or if you're interested in learning more about how to become a certified Summit Seekers hike leader, please reach out to us, Summit Seekers LLC at gmail.com is a great way to get information on either chapters in your area or if you're interested in starting one or know someone who is, you're like, hey, go lead these hikes so that I can come too. (laughs) It's really fun. We also have a happy hour every month that we sit and chat about gear and snacks and trails and all the fun. This week's uh, or this month's theme is BYOB, bring your own beanie. So wearing your favorite beanie to the happy hour. Um, We love to have fun and laugh and connect because I think after two and a half years of extreme climate change and a pandemic, that it's something that we really need is to connect with each other and with nature. So if you want to learn more about us, head over to summitseekersllc.com and check us out. And come and hike with us because we're lots of fun. Okay, so that is a brief overview of what is going on in Kim's world and hopefully in your world as well. Uh, Let's talk about this new series. So Brené Brown, a couple of months ago or maybe a year ago, hashtag COVID time warp, (laughs) who really knows? What day is it? So she launched a book called Atlas of the Heart, and it's awesome. It's it's like a glossary, basically, of feelings and really specific definitions of each feeling. And her premise behind the book was that language, it really carries the feelings and it helps us to communicate what it is that we're needing and how to get those needs met. So really having language to talk about feelings is super, super important. And I believe that the words that we use are incredibly powerful. I read a quote once from somebody, it was probably on Instagram, let's be honest, but it says something to the effect of, if you knew how powerful you were, you'd never think a negative thought again. And that's always stuck with me because I really believe that our we're so powerful with the way that we co-create uh, in this world and how we we manifest um, our realities, we create them via our thoughts and beliefs and perspectives. So I really have a passion for helping people uh, make some swaps and some shifts in language to create really powerful results and to just create empowerment, period. Just being able to articulate and communicate about what it is that you're experiencing and to be able to learn how to communicate with other people as well. So with yourself and with others, huge. So the language swap that we're going to talk about today is for cultivating empowerment. Next week, we're going to talk about gratitude, but this week we're focused on empowerment and we are going to focus on the word can't. It's one that's come up several times for me today (laughs) as my daughter's going through a sleep regression. And I'm going to use some practical real life examples for you when we get into this. But can't, what a a strong word, right? Like one that we've experienced heavily in the last couple of years. So 
Let's talk about the word. Can't, cannot, uh, is a word that brings on lots of feels. Lots of feels like anxiety or dread, fear, and scarcity. And it's really a powerful word. So maybe just even take a second, if you can, and just say it out loud. Like, say, um, like mine for today is, I can't make it through the day. <laughs> I can't. I can't make it through the day. Maybe just see what it feels like in your body to voice one of the can'ts that you have in your mind right now. Yeah, just kind of see what your body does. Like mine, I get this like knot in my stomach. And it just, that's where all the energy goes is right to my stomach. Maybe your jaw tightened. Maybe you noticed a little bit of tension in your neck or your shoulders. Or if you're driving, maybe you're gripping the steering wheel real hard. Relax your fingers. (laughs) So can't, can't's a pretty powerful word. And it, it limits us in, in a way that few words really can. Can't is just like, it's like running into a brick wall. There's no hope. There's no possibility, which causes frustration and anger and and confusion. And it really just makes us feel powerless. And I don't know about you, but I hate feeling powerless. I hate it so much. I want to control everything and I realize that I can't. And the only thing that I can control, and spoiler alert, the only thing that you can control is your reaction to your thoughts and feelings and the thoughts and feelings and words of other people. That's it. That's all we can control. And to be honest, isn't that enough? (laughs) I have some clients who say, but I just, if I could just change this person or if I could just control my kids. And it's like, yeah, but that's a lot more. Like, aren't you enough to control? (laughs) At least I feel like I am. So maybe I'll stand alone in that one, but I don't think that I am. So can't is this word. It's really hard. It's really rough. What can we do with that? How can we swap that to bring on more empowerment and less powerlessness? So what if we swap it for how? Yep how. So instead of saying, I can't do something, we ask a question. We get curious, which is what how invites us into is just this real curious state. So let's use some examples of this in real life. So like, what if instead of saying, like I do sometimes, I can't make it to the end of the day. Like I literally, I don't know how I'm going to do it. I, I can't, I can't do it. I can't handle screaming toddler any longer. What if instead We got curious and asked, okay, I know that I literally have to make it to the end of the day. So how, how can I make it to the end of the day? Well, you know, maybe I I feel like I can't make it to bedtime, but I, I could make it to the next hour or I could make it to nap time. Okay. So how I can get to the end of the day is by getting to nap time and then I'll reassess and reevaluate after nap time. Maybe taking it down a notch, like making a small change instead of trying to shoot for the end of the day. Let's try another one. Let's try saying something like, I can't stop emotionally eating. That's a big one. Maybe it's a, I can't stop binge eating. I can't stop snacking. Uh, I can't stop drinking. I can't, whatever behavior you want to insert in here. What if we switched it and asked 
asked, how can I stop emotionally eating? How can I stop binge eating? How can I stop snacking? Well, maybe I put a sticky note on the fridge that reminds me that I am the kind of person that doesn't eat after a certain time or like a note that says, hey, step away from the fridge. Back when I did health coaching, I used to have my clients print out this stop sign and put the stop sign on the fridge so that when they saw the stop sign, they could stop and evaluate. Am I really hungry or am I just snacking? Am I bored? Do I have a need that isn't being met? What's my experience right now? What's happening for me? So that's a how. Maybe it means removing yourself from the kitchen. I find sometimes when I have this one pop into my head, like I can't, I'm so hungry. I just, but I just ate and I'm not really hungry, but I just need something to snack on. I find that I'm standing in front of the fridge, looking at all the food as I'm trying to talk myself out of it. So maybe it's removing yourself for a few minutes. Maybe it's taking a couple swigs of water and checking in with yourself in a few minutes. But how creates opportunities for us to overcome blocks? Let's try this one. What if instead of saying, I can't seem to do what I know I need to do, I can't seem to do it. That feels really powerless, right? It's like, I know the the things that I want to be doing and I just, I feel stuck. Let's ask, how can I do what I know I need to do? I know I need to drink water. I know this is a good thing for me, but I can't seem to do it. How can I do it? Well, maybe, maybe I join the fad and I get one of those Stanley cups and I put really fun stickers on it, or I get a cute roommate that can hold my water bottle or my can of LaCroix, or LaCroix, depending on who, LaCroix? Is that LaCroix? Sure. Sparkly water um, to keep it cool. Maybe I slice up some lemons, so I have fresh lemon slices for my water. Whatever it is, right? See how it begins to kind of get our creative juices flowing. It's like, okay, well, how can I do these things that I know I need to do. And need also, by the way, is kind of a should word. And if you want to learn all about the shoulds, uh, go back to some of the earlier podcast episodes. I talk all about shoulding on yourself um, and turning need into want, but that's a whole other, that's a whole other show. Okay. Here's a couple more. What if instead of saying, I can't seem to connect with the people that I love, there's, I can't, I can't seem to connect. You switched it and said, how can I connect with my loved ones? This is a big one for me right now. Um, I've been learning from Daniel Tiger. I always learn from Daniel Tiger's neighborhood, but they have this song that talks about, you know, I can stop and show you I am listening. So when I'm on my phone and my kiddos or my husband are talking to me, I get real zoned in. And one of the things I'm working on is, is to put my phone down and make eye contact when they're talking to me so that that way they know I'm listening and we can really connect over things. So that's a how. So just, again, switching the language really brings about clarity. Okay, last one. This is a big one that I've heard all throughout my career uh, is saying something to the effect of, uh, I can't afford to do the things I'm passionate about. I can't afford it. What if we switched and asked, 
okay, how can I afford to do the things I'm passionate about? Like I want to join Summit Seekers, but it's $10 a month. Well, that's like a latte and a bagel, depending on where you live. (laughs) That's, That's like one trip to Starbucks. So what if we drop a Starbucks visit and now we can have the money freed up to join Summit Seekers? Or how can I afford to do the things I want to do? Can I, can I do a side hustle? Or is there an area that I can adjust my budget? Like, how? How can I afford to do the things I want to? It's so much more empowering than I can't, right? Oh, I love it. I feel like we could just give example after example. Maybe there's some that you can think of right now. So maybe even go back to the first one that you started with, the first can't. I can't make it to the end of the day. There's the knot in the stomach. Okay, now let's change it. How can I get to the end of the day? Hmm. I don't know about you, but that feels lighter to me. It feels like I can stand up a little taller. I can breathe a little deeper. Notice the physiological changes that occur when we shift our language. And as you practice this, you'll become more and more aware of it and feel more and more empowered. It's a little bit addicting. (laughs) Sometimes it can drive people nuts too. So when we shift from the mindset of can't to how, we really start to work through some blocks and we become able to find solutions and to strategize and to really start to meet our needs and understand what they even are. Unmet needs are the cause of so much angst and uh, resentment in relationships. So when we start to understand what our blocks are and what we're actually needing, we can start to communicate that with our language. And I just really love that how invites us to get curious. It really does. And curiosity is the key. Getting curious because I think as a culture, we get critical of our experience and we get critical of ourselves and other people. And so, what happens when we can move from criticism to curiosity and to really be able to say, Oh, goodness. So, I'm feeling often like I can't make it to bedtime. I wonder how I could, you know, I bet I need some more breaks throughout the day. How can I get some breaks? I can ask for help and communicate that that's a need that I have and get that need met. And see what it allows us to do. It creates just a lot of freedom and space to be able to have the things that we're needing and to really meet ourselves where we're at. It just allows for possibility, acceptance, and even creativity, which is amazing because then that gets the other half of our brain, the left side of our brain online when we start to get creative. And then we're really like full throttle working and moving. And when we really practice this, how becomes the resource itself? Like it just is like a, a word that sparks resources. And then we start to look for resources more easily because how many of you struggle with asking for help? My hand is in the air. (laughs) It can be really challenging to, if you're like me in Enneagram 3, to admit that I can't do it all. 
Shocker, I know. Uh, It's something I'm still recognizing. I can't do it all and I need help. And so asking for help has been pivotal. And as I've learned to do that, it's been so freeing. And it allows for rest. And rest is rest is real good. Rest is best. So maybe look at your can'ts with curiosity and compassion rather than criticism and defeat. See what it would feel like in your body and in your life to make this empowerment switch and to start to find ways to empower yourself, to meet yourself where you're at. It is so amazing when we make these switches. And if you feel like, Kim, this is a big ask. I'm not really sure how to do it. I don't, I feel like I might need some more coaching on that. Please reach out to me. This is something that I love to do. I'm really passionate about empowering people to to make these changes. And sometimes our our blocks are rooted in trauma, which is what brain spotting is all about, helping to help us reprocess and release stored trauma so that we have more flexibility to start to rewire our brains and create new pathways. So if you feel like you've tried this and you're really stuck, or if you are wanting to start making these changes, but you're new to this kind of language and work, uh, send me an email, kim at captivatinglyconfident.com. You can also find me on Instagram at kim.ludeman. I love DMs. I love chatting with people um, about this. That's my heart and passion. So make sure you reach out. And I really do believe that you've got this. And I really believe that this will make a big difference in your life if you start to practice it. And if I didn't believe it, I wouldn't be (laughs) spending time here talking about it, right? Like this is good stuff. And this is what we're going to be talking about for the next few weeks is looking at some of these language swaps. Next week, we're going to talk about cultivating gratitude, which is like if you're a law of attraction person or a manifester or co-creator, this is like the secret sauce is gratitude. And gratitude is one of the highest vibrating sensations out there. It's like magic, how quickly it works and how it can change our whole lives. So we're going to look at language swap around saying sorry and moving into thank you instead. It's, it's a good one. So you're definitely going to want to tune in for the next episode. So make sure that you are subscribed to this podcast. If you found this helpful or think that there's somebody in your life that would benefit from this, uh, make sure you share. You can text the link. You can uh, share it on social media. I would love that. Again, just this idea of what would it look like to have a world full of people who were passionate about personal development, personal growth, and being content in life. I think a lot of times we're sold this this line that we're supposed to be happy and that that's the goal. And I really, one, what is happy? Two, why is that the goal? What if it was something else? What if it was like inner peace or peace in relationships or uh, contentedness or joy? You know, what what would be possible? And how would our world change if we weren't constantly striving for this thing, this happiness thing? Um, But just to be 
content where we're at, not looking too far ahead and not looking too far behind and just staying really present. I think it would change the world personally. I think it would. That's why I'm here doing this show is to just promote a real culture shift around how we're moving through the world because we all impact one another. And if you start making these changes, it gives people permission to make these changes as well. And it radiates forward. It pays itself forward. Like when we heal, it allows other people to heal. It's incredible. So thank you so much for listening. Again, I know you have so many options for what to have in your ears and how to invest your time. And the fact that you're here and made it this far in the episode is just mind-blowing to me. I am so thankful for you. And again, if you want to reach out um, about Summit Seekers or Reveal Retreats or Brain Spotting, I am so happy to chat about that with you. You can reach me, Kim, at CaptivatinglyConfident.com or find me on Instagram at Kim.Ludeman. May you go into the rest of your day feeling empowered and seeing possibility and hope in the face of any obstacle. You got this. I'll talk to you soon. And that's a wrap. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Captivatingly Confident. I am so excited that you're here and investing in yourself. If you want to learn more about Captivatingly Confident, you can visit my website, captivatinglyconfident.com. You can also follow me on Instagram at kim.ludeman. Thank you so much for hanging out today. If you would like to, I invite you to subscribe to the show and also to leave a rating and review on iTunes. Every single review means so, so much to me, and it helps to get the word about Captivatingly Confident out and to help change women's lives. I'll see you next time.